Well, good evening, good morning, good race weekend. Zach Heiser, Rich France, hosts of the Horsepower Happenings podcast, joining you on a weird evening, right? A weird night. You're like, wait a minute, it's not Monday. Why are they putting up a sound? Uh, well, Rich, we wanted to try something different, right? So everybody knows us for our Monday podcast. They know us for our race day previews when you and I get to be on location at somewhere. But, Rich, we thought, let's try something here at the end of the year. Let's try a weekend preview, and this is a great weekend to try it. It sure is, Zach. I'm down. You know, we're we're, we're not social. Dis- we're kind of social distancing this time, aren't we? Uh, yeah. But we're going to see each other. T- <laughs> we're going to see each other tomorrow. I'm down here at Winchester. So right now, uh, I'm having a little bit of a good time tonight. I'm at the Speed 51 Winchester Roundup Show here at Ruth's Restaurant in downtown Winchester. So I had to step out. You might be able to hear a little bit of the interviews in the background, but hopefully we can get through this and uh, get get everybody the information they need for this weekend. Yeah, you know, the Winchester 400 weekend is kind of the icing on the cake, and that's not too far away. It's about two hours and eh, two and a half hours, two hours, 45 minutes from the Michigan-Indiana state line. Uh, so wherever you are coming from, there's a little bit of an idea for you. Winchester, of course, out in the middle of nowhere, but we'll talk about that more coming up. But, Rich, a really awesome weekend coming up this weekend in the state of Michigan, and um Really, there's something on the card for the dirt fan and the pavement fan this weekend. Off the website, you have to come to the racetrack. Yeah, exactly, and and we should probably get started with uh, what we probably didn't know, Zach, that was going to happen this year is is over at Springport Mid Michigan Speedway, and that is the Michigan Cup. Uh, you know, they they had to shut down for quite a while, and uh, you know now they're they're going to get going here, and they're going to have a great weekend uh, tomorrow through Sunday. Uh, in Springport. Yeah, you know, Friday through Sunday. It's a great three-day show. Uh, we're talking practice and qualifying on Friday. We're talking heat races and last chance qualifiers on Saturday and then main events. Features being run on Sunday and Rich. No small dollar amounts really to be found for any of these events. We've got Outlaw Super Late Models, Modifieds, the Super Shoe real, Rear Wheel Drive, and then the ABC Stocks, which of course are probably in the A Division. You're probably going to see Late Model Sportsmen. And they're not running for pennies by any means for especially for it being the first and only event they're going to get in this year. No, I guess the, the late models are going to run for, the outlaw late models are going to run for $1,500 to win. Uh, modified pavement mods, $1,200 to win. Uh, the super shoe rear wheel drives, $1,000. V, V8, A feature, $1,000. They're, they're, they are uh, giving away a lot of money in Springport this weekend. And Zach, they may have 150 to 200 cars. Yeah, I don't think that that's going to be out of the out of the question at all. Rich, have you ever been to Springport uh, for the Michigan Cup, or have you ever been to Springport at all? Yes, I have, Zach. If we go back uh, into my driving days, I actually uh, won a transfer race at Springport uh, back in my day. So uh, it was that was at a Michigan Cup. So I really like the racetrack. It is. Um, Unless you spend some money on your motor out there, it's yeah. really tough on motors. you got to have a lot of horsepower at that speedway. Talk to me about this place, because when it was built, this is one of Michigan's newer racetracks, really, when we look at it, built in the 90s. Uh, this, was, this was built as Michigan's premier, or, you know, this was uh, Michigan's ideal racetrack, was what it was originally called. And I don't think they're too far off, Rich. Uh, the, the corners are just wide enough that you can carry some speed. They get a second groove going there. And then, as you mentioned or kind of alluded to, they got the big straightaways that really allow you to build some speed. This this racetrack's a lot of fun as a driver, I believe. I've raced on it as well. A lot of fun as a driver, and it puts on a really good show. It really does. But, uh, you know, like any track, Zach, that, uh, that is fast, uh, you wreck big, too. So yeah, that's the only problem you have to be careful, careful of when you go to Springport. Uh, 
keep your equipment together and uh, keep it out of the fence and out of everybody else. You know, one of the things that we don't have necessarily is an official entry list, but we know that uh, Jeff Gannis is a former track champion there. Uh, obviously, Donnie Ritter probably going to be in the house and the uh, late model sportsman. I believe you're going to see Chris Garrett there. Um, and, uh, you know, as far as the modifieds go, kind of a tough, a uh, little bit of a toss-up this weekend because of the run for the gun down at Winchester, which we know is sanctioned by the Midwest Modified Tour. But, uh, you know, the modifieds there at Springport, they put on a great show as well. Um, it's unfortunate fortunate that we don't have an official entry list because I think that uh, there are going to be some names there this weekend that folks are really going to enjoy seeing to race, um, you know, especially in that outlaw super late model division, Rich, which, as, as we've mentioned on Monday nights, have not really got a lot of racing in this year. So uh, I think if you're a track that's running outlaw super late models, you're probably going to pull a pretty good field. Yeah, you know, they, they started out the season, Zach, uh, and got to run at Galesburg for a little while, and then they made a couple of trips uh north to Owasso, and then uh, then really uh, the Glass City 200, uh, where the Outlaws got to run at Toledo. So, uh, yeah, they, they really have a lot of options, but that's, that's typically what happens at these end-of-year specials. You really don't have um, where it's a camping weekend and you're there for three days. You really don't have an entry list to go by, but uh, I guarantee you can count on some very good racing uh if you spend your money to go there, you're not going to miss out. There's the pavement side of things in the state of Michigan. It's going to be great. Look for a full recap. Chris Phoebe is going to help us out. Look for a full recap on what's going on next week. He'll have that right up for us, available at horsepowerhappenings.com. Now, on the dirt side of things, Rich France, um, you know, we, we joked about this. Jeff Dice, uh, you know, kind of took things over at I-96 a couple of years ago, and... You know, his reputation precedes him as being a guy that you never know what he's going to do. And I was there with the Great Lakes Super Sprints when we got the call. Hey, um, commission the crowd. See what they think about doing a, doing a two-day show in two weeks. And the crowd responded, and, and, and Jeff Dice said, okay, we're going to do it. The Roll the Dice Invitational coming up this Friday and Saturday today, or uh, t- Friday and Saturday of this weekend. Uh, Rich, this is going to be an awesome show if you're a sprint car fan or if you're a late model fan, and if you're like me, a fan of both, you're going to love these two days at I-96. Yeah, you, you kind of knew, Zach, that if, uh, if the weather was going to be nice, Jeff, Jeff Dice was going to come up with a race to put on up at I-96 Speedway in Lake Odessa, and that's what he did. Um, the, the late models should be a very good field. Uh, those guys, uh, haven't, they don't have a conflict this weekend because the, uh, the, the Player Hair Wild West shootout is delayed till next weekend. So uh, they ought to get a good uh, good field of late models uh, this weekend at I-96. Now remember, these are the what I call Michigan late models. These are basically UMP late models on the American Racer tire. Um, and that has brought out some talent that we may not typically be used to seeing at I-96. And likewise, Rich, we're seeing some people pick up wins in the late model division at I-96 that we're not used to seeing. Um, I shouldn't say not used to seeing, but uh, the the fact that we don't have a multi-time winner across the last five races at I-96, uh, most recently Ryan Vanderveen, Brian Rollman, Scott Fisk, Michael Archer, and Travis Stemmler, the last five drivers to go to victory lane in a late model at I-96 Speedway. Rich, it's basically a flip of the coin any night there. Who is going to go to victory lane? Zach, it's like that everywhere. We've been following them all year. We've followed them at Merritt and Tri-City. And a lot of times, that is one of the most competitive divisions uh, 
in the state of Michigan, that, that UMP late model division. Um, that's why you're seeing that. Uh, sure, you had a little bit of, you went through streaks this season where, where Dona Marcoulier kind of dominated a little bit up at Tri-City. And, and we obviously Travis can't Stemler forget nice, about, yeah, I was going to say Travis, Travis, Travis Stemler had a nice run at Merritt. Yep. But uh, but you look at the weekly shows at Merritt and, and a lot of different guys won features. Yeah, and that's what I was going to say too is you, you can't remember or you can't forget about the uh, the four in a row that Travis Stemmler did there. And yeah, Dona Marcoulier, he won a few in a row as well. Um, and uh, I don't know, you know, it's going to be interesting to see who shows up. This is the time of year, Rich, where either some guys are keeping their cars put together and they're ready to go at the drop of a hat. Or there are some folks who, you know what, they're either lapped out or they're raced out on their engines, and uh, the engine's tired, and the driver's probably a little bit tired too. Um, so it's really it's going to be hard to say who's going to be at this one. But uh, it's going to be a great weekend for late models. And let's not forget, Great Lakes Traditional Sprint's going to be on the property as well. Uh, they'll be racing for $1,500 to win Friday night, $2,500 to win on Saturday night. Last time the Great Lakes Traditional Sprints were there, Rich, 29 non-wing 410 sprint cars on the property what a great show they put on matt westfall didn't run away didn't run away with it he had some competition put on a great show and prior to that dustin daggett he did run away with it and uh, he went on to get the win so those traditional sprints i-96 speedway so big so fast they're going to put on a great show yeah you're you're, you're going to get to be there for that i guess so we're going to kind of skip a day and you're going to run up there at i-96 and and check that out you know that is one of my uh, one of my favorite dirt tracks in the state of Michigan, I ninety six Speedway. Uh, but Zach, I uh, just had to had to pull the plug on it and head down here this weekend. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I understand for sure, and I'm going to kind of like you said, do the Texas two step and uh, get a Winchester four hundred partial weekend in. But you're going to get the full weekend, uh, Winchester four hundred. You know, I saw somebody comment on your personal page, Rich. They said, "Man, forty years ago, I was in Winchester, Indiana, for a big race. Is it the same one?" Yeah, this is a pretty consistent event down there, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. You know, and and you look at the entry list uh, today: thirty four cars for the Winchester 400, uh, and you go down that list of cars, Zach, um, I can find probably 25 of them that you could say have won somewhere else uh, and have won some big races. So uh, this is going to be an incredible weekend. Uh, you know, Stephen Nassie here trying to defend his Winchester 400 championship from a year ago, but uh, he's going to have to have one of the best cars he's ever had but he's because he's got a lot of competition now let's talk about the weekend schedule friday it'll be the jeg cra all-stars tour for their 100 lap their winchester 100 if you will as well as the vores compact series and uh, i put them on the list as part of the headline because uh, really a great group uh, you know compacts get a bad rap but uh, this vores tour very competitive very fun to watch then on saturday the midwest modifieds tour which we kind of mentioned that's the uh, newly formed tour uh which uh, brian nester's involved in that as well as some other folks that's the run for the gun 50 as well as cra late model sportsmen cra street stocks and then the winchester 400 qualifying will take place on saturday and then rich of course the big one on sunday the winchester 400 um you know rich we we talked about this on monday not only one of the nation's most premier events being run this weekend but we're also going to decide champions for all of the cra divisions except for the junior late models which has already been decided with katie hettinger um so this is a huge weekend for late model racing across the board exactly and you have uh you know we can we can talk about the four drivers that are in the chase uh on the jake cra all-stars tour you got travis brayden josh brock cody coughlin and uh charlie keevan the youngster that we talked about uh on monday that's going to 
that's going to be a, a, a tough task uh, with anybody, even even for Charlie, uh, with, with those three guys. I wonder, I wonder, Rich, if if Charlie has any any sort of advantage. Being a youngster, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever raced at Winchester, but we have talked, we have seen, and we have witnessed the physical, uh, you know, just the physical bull ring that these folks get put into, high banked, rough surface, 400 laps. Uh, it's supposed to be on the warm side this weekend for October, anyhow, mid to, mid to upper 70s. Does Charlie Rich, do you believe, have any sort of advantage due to his age, or is he still at a disadvantage due to his lack of experience? Charlie's advantage is he doesn't know what he doesn't know. That's that's what he has. He doesn't have a lot of he doesn't have experience at Winchester like a Travis Braden, like a Josh Brock, like a Cody Coughlin. They know what they want in a race car, and if it's not right, they're not happy with it. I don't know that Charlie knows what he wants. I don't know that he's, he has enough laps or practice laps enough here in Winchester to be able to make that decision. So maybe that'll work to his advantage. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what Charlie does this weekend. Very cool, though, anyhow, as a rookie, to be in contention for the uh, the JEG CRA All-Stars Tour Championship. Now let's talk about uh, both the JEG CRA All-Stars Tour and the ARCA CRA Super Series, Rich. Something very cool going on this weekend. You have Cody Coughlin and Josh Brock, who are in the running to claim both a JEG CRA All-Stars Tour Championship and an ARCA CRA Super Series Championship. Um, however, Travis Braden probably would like to throw a monkey wrench into both of those things if he can go on to win the Winchester 400 and go on to win the uh, JEG CRA All-Stars Tour Winchester 100. Um, you know, what effect will it have on the championship? Probably none, but if you're those two drivers talking about uh, Cody Coughlin and Josh Brock, you kind of have to weigh your options, right, Rich? Do I want to win a CRA championship or do I want to win a Winchester 400 race? Um, what What are you thinking there as a driver heading into this What's more important to you? Zach, I think if you're looking for a championship, you're you're not racing the leader of the race. You're racing just the guys you're battling the championship for. Because if you beat the guys that you're racing in the chase, you win the championship. Whether you win the race or not, it doesn't matter. There's no points involved. Of the, of the gentlemen that are in this championship chase, you just have to beat them all. That's all you have to do to win the championship. Now, would it be nice to grab a Winchester 400 trophy and pick up the championship? I'm sure that would be like a dream come true. But you know, Rich, if you win the race, you do, in fact, beat them all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's one way to guarantee it, right, Zach, where you don't have put it, you know, take away the doubt, win the race, and everything else takes care of itself. Let's talk about Travis Braden for a moment. Uh, I had a chance to catch up with him at Lucas Oil Raceway earlier this year, just a couple of weeks ago, well, probably about a month ago. And, you know, he made the comment in victory lane with Andrew Haney. He said, you know, I'm tired of being that guy that's known for running in second. And he picked up the Winchester 100 win last year and then had a very disappointing Winchester 400. Uh, do you think he might be one of the guys to beat this weekend? Well, let me tell you something, Zach, which I didn't tell you. Here at the Roots Restaurant in, uh, in Winchester, I am standing right next to the 26th Snowball Derby winning car of one year ago. They have it right here in the parking lot. I'm standing right next to it. Um, man, does that thing look sweet. Yes, he can win anything. You, you, you were able to talk to him at, 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 uh, at Lucas Oil. Uh, that was a big you know, load off of his back. We talked to him several times last year. I don't know how many second-place finishes he has. Uh, he won the Winchester 400 a year ago, was fast qualifier for the Winchester 400 one year ago. He's just missing that trophy. He, he 
he has full ability to close the deal all weekend long. He just got to make it happen. All right, Rich. Uh, as we wrap up this segment here again, want to let you know you're listening to the Horsepower Happenings Weekend Preview. Myself and Rich France, Zach Heiser, that's me, Rich France. Uh, we bring you Horsepower Happenings every Monday and uh, look for our race day previews this weekend as well as our uh, event coverage on social media, Facebook and Twitter at HPH Podcast and Horsepower Happenings on Facebook. Uh, so, Rich, we asked you on Monday, what is your way-too-early prediction for the Winchester 400? Today really was just an open practice day. Um, you know, we'll learn more tomorrow and then, obviously, as the weekend rolls on. But um, maybe now it's not way too early, but what is your early prediction, again, for Winchester 400? Who do you think takes home the big gun on Sunday? Um, you know, I don't think it changes yet, Zach, until I get to the racetrack and see the race cars. I think it's, I think I still have to go with my first pick, so I'm not bouncing around. So that means Carson Hosevar, uh, right now, uh, is my pick. Does that mean that, uh, nobody else can do it? Absolutely not. Uh, not when you have a Bubba Pollard, uh, a Travis Braden, I mean, a uh, Stephen Nassie who won last year. I mean, this is not going to be easy for anyone, Zach. Let's break down why your your pick is Carson Hosevar for those who have been living under a rock this season. Um, that kid has won pretty much anything that he's been behind the wheel of. Uh, exception, mechanical failure at Jennerstown, I believe. Um, he has been in the top five or in winner's circle, no question, this year. And he's been in winner's circle at a lot of big races, twice at Lebanon I-44 in Missouri. Uh, he dominated and really really put it on him at the glass city 200 uh last month i he is just on a roll right now zach and, and you you have to you have to pick him out of the gate i think he's just he's just that car that 14 machine is just so strong right now that team is working together uh he has a perfect race car every time he goes out now does that mean these other guys can't no but that means they have work to do to prove me wrong yeah, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and keep my pick originally as well, and I'm going to go with that 26 machine that you're standing next to, Rich, uh, that Platinum Racing number 26. Travis Braden, I think he's hungry. I think he wants it. Uh, obviously, everybody wants it, but I think he wants it worse. Um, and so I, I'm going to pick him to go ahead and pick up the big gun this Sunday at Winchester for the Winchester 400. So as we wrap things up, a quick recap coming up this weekend in the state of Michigan. I-96 Speedway is home to the uh, Roll the Dice Invitational Great Lakes Traditional Sprints, racing for $1,500 on Friday, $2,500 on Saturday. Michigan Late Models, which are basically UMP Late Models on American Racers, they'll run for $1,200 each night. Gates, uh, or excuse me, the Green Flag uh, waves at 7 o'clock on Friday, waves at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Then Rich at Springport Mid-Michigan Speedway, uh, as, again, as we talked, Outlaw Super Late Models, Modified Super Shoe Rear-Wheel Drives, ABC Stocks, which are basically, you're going to have your Late Model Sportsmen, Street Stocks, working your way down to pure stocks uh friday practice and qualifying heats and last chance qualifiers on saturday features will be run on sunday and uh, we'll see the green flag wave at uh, seven o'clock on saturday and it'll be at one o'clock on sunday at springport and then rich down in winchester it's a full weekend schedule and you're already there so i'll let you preview that one one last time yep so tomorrow we'll uh tomorrow night this time we will probably have a winchester a uh, 100 winner tomorrow night. So the Winchester 100 for the Jake CRA All-Stars Tour will be tomorrow at the Winchester Speedway on Saturday. Uh, that is the run for the gun for the Midwest Modified Tour, 50 laps. Uh, I think that one's $1,500 to win for that one. 
and then on and I have qualifying on Saturday for the Winchester 400, and then Sunday all by itself the Winchester 400, Zach, uh, for all the marbles. Green flag waves at four o'clock on Friday, four o'clock on Saturday, and it's a one o'clock green flag on Sunday from Winchester. Well, Rich, uh, we want to thank everybody who's tuning in for this weekend preview. Let us know what you think if it's something you'd like us to continue. Um, and uh, for Rich France, I'm Zach Heiser. Hey, buddy, I'll see you tomorrow down in Winchester. You got it, Zach. I'll be here. All right. Well, that will wrap things up for this weekend's preview for the uh, Horsepower Happenings weekend preview for Rich France. I'm Zach Heiser. Be sure to follow us on social, Horsepower Happenings on Facebook, uh, on Twitter, at HPH Podcast. And uh, be sure to check out the website, horsepowerhappenings.com, for all of the news uh, that is news from the weekend's event. And uh, we thank you for tuning in. We'll see you at the races this coming weekend.